0: This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. On behalf of the entire labor community, we extend condolences to J-Doc and his entire family on the passing of his father... Joseph Doherty. Mark
1: it down Sunday, April 10th. It's the 35th annual All-Star Labor Classic, presented by Philadelphia's Organized Labor and featuring the best of the best high school girls and high school boys in a city versus suburban showdown. It's the All-Star Labor Classic, a Philadelphia tradition, showcasing the very best high school girls and boys basketball players from the entire Delaware Valley. That's Sunday, April 10th, starting at noon. The live games will be played at High School.
2: Now, on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. The Labor Show, with J. Doc and Krause.
3: If we don't move in our own direction, we're going to become extinct. In fact, in some cases, we're close to being extinct right now.
2: Presented by the Law Offices of Pond, Lee Hockey, Giordano. Talk, listen, and speak to the region's most influential leaders. This is a special edition of The Labor Show with J. Doc, Krause, and John Doherty.
1: And back here on The Labor Show as we broadcast to you live leading into the all-star labor classic. Of course, the suburban girls and the city girls, the all-star girls will kick off the event on Sunday the 10th, and the game is being played uh, at Ridley High School. As we broadcast to you from the banquet, great uh, to be on site. I want to welcome into uh, the broadcast Maeve Mackerlane is here from the Academy of Notre Dame. Bridie McCann is with us from Bonner Prendy, and then Andy Weldy from Cardinal O'Hara is with us as well. Ladies, welcome uh, to the uh, Broadcast uh, our All-Star Labor Classic special. Great for you guys to be here. Uh,
4: thank you. Thank you for yeah, having us. It. Yeah, thank
1: you for having us. No, uh, well done. I'm glad you're here. Let's start, uh, Annie, with you. Um, I want to get your thought about playing in an All-Star Labor Classic event that has an unbelievable benefit to it. All of the money that is... Uh, raised $150,000, as you know, um, is donated to uh, MS. I think that's pretty significant. What's your thoughts about playing in a game that has such a good charity angle to it?
5: I think it's definitely such an honor to be a part of. I've My siblings got to play in it and got to be a part of it, and I think I'm so happy. I don't take for granted the fact that I got to be here, and I think that that is a huge thing. I'm really excited That I got to take part in this, and it means a lot that I was chosen to be here.
1: Now, tell me when your siblings played in the All-Star Classic.
5: So, my sister, she's a junior at Villanova, so four years ago, and my brother's a freshman, so last year.
1: And their experience was good?
5: Yes. Both of theirs, they
1: loved it. All right, good stuff. That's uh, Annie Welder. Stay, uh, Annie Weldy. Stay right there. She is at Cardinal uh, O'Hara. We'll ask Annie where she's going to school uh, in in just a moment. Maeve Mackerlane uh, is with us, Academy of uh, Notre Dame. Maeve, same question. Uh, I want to get your uh, your thoughts. I think it's pretty special um, for great athletes to come together. Uh, play in an all-star game which is a tribute to your talent and your ability um, and also change lives that which is what will happen with the money that's being raised from the game
4: um i think i'm really humbled and honored to be able to have this opportunity to play in this game i know so many there's so many names like i know my mom on the way here she said that she even played in the labor classic so i think just to be Um, one of those names is a huge honor and especially the cause, like you said, how much money gets donated to that charity is something pretty special and we all love the game and like we're playing for that in a way. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Tell me about what you love about the game. What do you love about the basketball?
4: What do I love about basketball? Oh God. Um, The way that it can build relationships, I feel like off the court, the relationship that you have had before with your teammates and your coaches are some that are going to last a lifetime. And also just I love the game so much. Like, it's it's what makes me happy. So I would never – take that
1: for granted no good stuff good thoughts from uh, mave macker lane academy of notre dame Bridie mccann bonner prendi joining us here uh, as well it's the all-star labor classic again the event the live broadcast uh, of the game you'll hear the game in real time across the jacob media radio network you'll hear it on Uh, Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT as we roll along uh, with our interviews from the banquet. The night when all of the stars come together uh, and their families. Uh, Bridie McCann from Bonner Prendy with us now. Bridie, uh, same question. I want to get your thoughts uh, about it. You've had a chance to think about that answer. Tell me about it. What are your thoughts about that?
6: Um, as Annie and Maeve were saying, like it's definitely an honor to be um, chosen to come here and play with the best all around the Philadelphia area. So I think it's really great that we're doing this for a good cause. And um, as well as Annie, my sister played in the um, in this game as well, and she loved it. And I'm just really happy to be here right. and to be able to be a part of this whole organization.
1: Tell me about it. When you're playing, what's it like? You're competing with friends, with players that you competed against perhaps uh, during the season. It is an all-star game, but is it competitive? Do you expect it to be uh, competitive uh, on the floor?
6: Uh, Yeah, most definitely, but I think the most important thing is to have fun out there with everybody around you, and I think it's a great thing that we all come together and just what Mae was saying, play the game that we love.
1: Maeve, you're going to be hard. You're going to be competitive at the uh, at the game. You're going to play hard at the All Star Labor Classic.
4: Um, I actually am unable to play, so I'll be on the sideline. Okay, but I'll definitely be cheering. And if I could be out on the court, I would give it my all because. It's a great opportunity to be able to play against the best of the best, so I'm excited to get the opportunity to watch and just be a
1: part of the team. Yeah, good stuff. Glad that you're going to be there. Tell me about your college plans. What are your? Uh, has that been decided? Where are you going to go to school?
4: Yeah, I decided to uh, play basketball at the University of DePaul next year. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's pretty special, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff. Congrats. Uh, congrats to you. Thank um, you, Annie. How about you? From um, a competitive standpoint, you're. How do you see the game playing out?
5: I think it'll definitely be fun. You know, you spend your whole year, your whole season, separate seasons. Obviously, this is everyone coming together from all over, as competitive as anything. And I think that this definitely will be, will be more fun than that. But I mean, I'm just really excited. I think. We've all gotten here because we are so competitive, and I think that that will obviously play into it. But I think it will be fun at the end College of the day. College
1: plans for you?
5: I'm going to go to Villanova University.
1: You're cheering for the Wildcats right now, <laughs> yes. right? Yes. Well, I will tell you, the Colin Gillespie's last official high school basketball game. Was the All-Star Labor Classic before he uh, enrolled um, into Villanova. So uh, good stuff, Bridie McCann. Uh, what's your school plans?
6: I'm still undecided. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> um, how do you feel about this being your, what will be your final, uh, final basketball game as a high school player?
6: It's definitely crazy to think about that. Like, this is the last time I'll be playing. A, well, yeah, playing against everybody, playing with everybody. So. It being my last high school game, I'm definitely going to try and have my most fun and just go out with a bang.
1: All right, really good stuff. Great way to end this segment. This is a special broadcast of the All-Star uh, Labor Classic. Mave Macerlane at Academy uh, of Notre Dame. Bridie McCann from Bonner Prendy. And Annie Weldy from Cardinal O'Hara. Uh, the City Girls versus the Suburban Girls all getting underway at the All-Star Labor Classic. Back in a moment.
0: Tonight's edition of The Labor Show is sponsored in part by IBEW Local 98 North, UFCW Local 1776, Sheet Metal Workers Local 19, and the International Union of Painters and Allied Trades, DC21. Today's program has been pre-recorded.
1: And welcome in everyone to a special edition of The Labor Show. It's our celebration tonight of the 35th annual All-Star Labor Classic. Tonight... The stars and their families come out. As the banquet returns, Wayne Miller will join us in just a moment. Kevin Moffat, president of the Greater Delaware Valley Chapter of the National Multiple sclerosis society is with us as well wayne welcome in let's start with you yes Uh, joe boy is it nice to be back for the banquet it was great to have the game return uh in 2021 and now great to have the banquet leading into the game coming up on april 10th yeah it's
7: that's one of the big features here is the banquet because uh, everybody thinks that we honor uh the uh, all stars, but this is really for the parents of all the struggles and sacrifices they have made uh, it's it 's for both of them it 's for the kids being selected and also for the hard work that the parents did getting the children around to the game sacrificing this no dinners and things like that uh, and Now being back in person, it gives something to the to the game before when you 're not when We didn't do the whole program. It, it took something away. So this really, uh, this, this is really a good to have it back in, uh, in person.
1: A so. little bit later on in the broadcast, this special one-hour broadcast for the All-Star Labor Classic, uh, we'll meet some of the suburban girls and some of the city girls and some of the suburban boys and city boys who will compete uh, in the game, excited to talk to them. The one experience that I've always had in interviewing the players, the players are so... Humble to play in this game. Not so much because it's a basketball game, but because of what it means.
7: You know, the thing is, is that one of the most important things about this basketball game is, first, if you're a player and an athlete, is to be selected. The second thing is, is that it's a lesson in life because they're giving back uh, to someone that's less fortunate than them. And the thing is, is that that's what makes it great. And hopefully, that's a lesson they can live with their whole life. Uh, you know, we always we always should give back to something. If we have a little bit more than someone else, we should help someone else out. And if they learn that out of this basketball game, that's that's a that's a really really good thing. And you know, like you said, how humble these kids are. You know, when you're a good player, you're a good player. Uh, and you know, uh, and you know. The other thing that I I, I remark on all the time is that if you look at the kids that are selected for this game, you know, they they work at their trade to be a great basketball player, but a lot of them work at their trade to be a great student. And and some of these schools that they go to, like Harvard and the Ivy League and and, and things like that, but one thing I want to just stress is that if a kid does go to college and he goes in for construction and things like that, if he, uh, when he gets out of college, I'd hope he'd take a shot at looking at the trades because we offer a lot of things. Uh, and, uh, you know, one, uh, very good pay structure, uh, two, good benefits, great work environments, great training, and uh, they're skilled when they come out of our apprentice. Unbelievable education yep. as well. Yes, that's, that's the thing. And, and again, and then the thing is, through the years when they work in here for a long time and they retire, they retire with dignity they retire with a pension they retire with annuities and they retire with health care yeah, really so good. it's that that's what i hope they think of it because you know not everybody is you know has to go into to certain professions i mean we need construction workers and uh that hopefully that, you know, when they get out and bring their expertise and their education, you know, because if, just take any trade, you can go into the trade and you can start out as an apprentice, become a journeyman, and then go in business for yourself. I mean, this is a, this is something that, you know, that
1: people can do so hopefully uh, some of these guys keep that in mind no doubt about it well done and we listen we've been saying that for uh, a long long time the, uh, the the apprentice programs that the trades provide uh, just really really incredible just take a look at the skyline uh, in the city of Philadelphia Kevin Moffat joining us as I uh, introduced Kevin uh, when we first came on uh, president of the greater Del- Delaware Valley chapter of the National multiple sclerosis Society you've been around a little bit now Kevin You've had an opportunity to experience the game. You've had an opportunity to be at the banquet as you are uh, this evening. Pretty amazing stuff. I'd love for you to reflect on, through your vision, what you see when you watch these stars come together, uh, these young athletes, uh, playing for a cause instead of playing for a win.
2: Um, So when I think about raising money for MS, and I've worked at the MS Society for 17 years, I think about walk MS and bike MS. This I think of as dribble MS. Um, <laughs> like and, and the idea that like, because they're playing, it's a game and it's a game they love and they're able to give back through that. There's nothing better than that. And to think, you know, we, what we've been through, so people living with MS, their immune systems attack their central nervous system. So I know we've all had a difficult pandemic, for people living with MS, it has been especially difficult. But I have to say, because of events like the Labour Classic, continuing despite the challenges and the uncertainties means that the MS Society has been able to keep moving forward, keep moving research forward, which we were very concerned about two years ago. Will the research projects continue? Answer is yes. And the other thing is, will we be able to continue to serve people living with MS? And the answer is yes, because of events like the Labor Classic, in addition to our cycling events and our walking events.
1: Tell the audience that's listening in here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT as we broadcast this is a special edition of the Labor Show. It's the All-Star Labor Classic, the 35th annual All-Star Labor Classic. Kevin, tell the listening audience uh, what that means, helping somebody being able to continue to help people struggling with MS because of the classic.
2: Right. So, I mean, we're in the business of giving people help and hope. And when I say help, I mean we have a an MS navigator line. So we have social workers. We're at the number 1-800-FIGHT-MS. You can call that 12 hours a day, five days a week, and you talk to a trained social worker who knows specifically how to help people overcome the challenges of MS. So there's that part of it. Sometimes that can be finding an MS specialist in your area. Other times it's helping people to get something as simple as a grab bar installed in their home, which is life-changing. The hope part of it is the research. We are so much closer than we were 10 years ago to actually finding a cure for MS. And with MS, there's actually three cures we're looking for. We need to stop disease progression. We need to restore function. And then we need to end MS forever. And we're actually really talking realistically with the scientists about how do we get one of those three cures off the table so we can take out the other two. And hopefully somebody will put me out of work someday very soon. Cause that's my job.
1: Yeah, well done. Well stated by Kevin Moffat. If and Wayne, of course, as you know, my wife had a progressive attack of MS back mm-hmm. in uh, 2015, 2016. So for me to be able to uh, be part of the classic, um, there's even a little bit more meaning for yes. me. You know, that I stand in awe mm-hmm. of the, of organized labor, of the building trades, of the work that gets that, that gets put into uh, this game, and then um, I'm proud to say, um, with Kevin at the table, um, and Wayne, I'll let you um, elaborate on this, but uh, I, I'm proud to say that the email came out last week, uh, the dollars mm-hmm. um, that were planned and expected. Yes. Have, uh, you've reached the goal again you're 35 for 35. <laughs> yes, but it, it, it still isn't
7: what we want. Uh, we reached the goal of $150,000 uh, the couple a week or so ago. Uh, the email came out to tell us that. But you know the thing is is that we want to just keep reaching further and further and, and add more uh, because things are important to find a cure or help people out get things that they need, and, and as much as we can raise, it, it's, it's better off for the person with, with MS. But, you know, this in the charities that we had when UCP and MS, we've raised close to $3 million to go to the, to the people that are, that are in need. But the one thing that people fail to realize is that we also give scholarships out. To to the kids that are selected for the team and they get $500 and we have like 30 kids, 30 or 60 kids that we have. So you're talking like $30,000 a year extra in scholarships that we don't count towards Mm -hmm. the uh, charity. Mm -hmm. Uh, But again, uh, we're never satisfied uh, to only have $150,000 uh, for a one-day event. I, you know, We're always setting our goals to go further, pushing the envelope to help bring in more, trying to do new things to attract more uh, donors. So, And that's what we are continue to do. And you know, we'll never be set aside. Yeah, satisfied. Stuff, that's my, my, my
1: thinking. I look forward to seeing your courtside on the uh, 10th of April. Of course, the game will be at Ridley High School. Uh, We'll be live across the Jacob Media YouTube network. We'll be streaming the game live uh, on YouTube. We'll be broadcasting live uh, on radio. We'll be rebroadcasting the game later on on Sunday evening for the participants of the game to be able to uh, go back and listen uh, to the game. Kevin, I come to you for last thought. Um, uh, I'll come to you first, and then, Wayne, I'll let you wrap it up uh, this opening segment uh, of the uh, All-Star Labor Classic special. Let me come to you for the last word.
2: Well, I actually want to follow up on something Wayne just talked about. Which I think we need to really call out. I don't, because I work in the fundraising nonprofit business, I don't know of anybody who has had their best year during the pandemic. And that's what the Labor Classic did this year. So congratulations.
7: Thanks, Kevin. That's from all of us getting involved and yeah. and, and, and pushing things and trying to get things done better.
1: That, you know what? William, and we'll save the history of this game for our special next Saturday night mm-hmm. here on Talk Radio twelve ten, WPHT. But I want to end this segment with your reflection, and I'm going to hold you to just thirty seconds because okay. I really want you to uh, uh, drill down. Mm-hmm. Um, When it's all over on Sunday, April 10th, and all of the work has been done, the the check has been presented, the kids have played, and you're sitting in the empty gymnasium like you always are, the last one to leave the building, what are you thinking about?
7: Next year. And doing better. That's it.
1: Great stuff. From Wayne Miller joining us here, uh, along with Kevin Moffett, uh, special broadcast of the All Star Labor Classic. As we roll along, when we come back after the commercial break, we'll meet some of the stars that will play. Back in a moment.
0: This edition of the Labor Show is sponsored in part by Sprinkler Fitters Local 692, Laborers District Council, Steam Fitters Local 420, and the International Union of Operating Engineers Local 542. Today's program has been pre-recorded.
1: And back here on The Labor Show as we broadcast to you live, leading into the All-Star Labor Classic. Of course, the Suburban Girls and the City Girls, the All-Star Girls, will kick off the event on Sunday the 10th, and the game is being played uh, at Ridley High School. As we broadcast to you from the banquet, great uh, to be on site. I want to welcome into uh, the broadcast Maeve Mackerlane is here from the Academy of Notre Dame. Bridie McCann is with us from Bonner Prendy. And then Andy Weldy from Cardinal O'Hara is with us as well. Ladies, welcome uh, to the uh, broadcast, uh, our All-Star Labor Classic Special. Great for you guys to be here. Uh,
4: Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having
1: us. No, uh, well done. I'm glad you're here. Let's start, uh, Annie, with you. Um, I want to get your thought about... Playing in an all star labor classic event that has an unbelievable benefit to it. All of the money that is uh, raised, $150,000 as you know, um, is donated to uh, MS. I think that's pretty significant. What's your thoughts about playing in a game that has such a good charity angle to it?
5: I think it's definitely such an honor to be a part of. I've, my siblings got to play in it and got to be a part of it and I think I'm so happy I don't take for granted the fact that I got to be here and I think that that is a huge thing I'm really excited that I got to take part in this and it means a lot that I was chosen to be here
1: now tell me when your siblings played in the all-star classic
5: so my sister she's a junior at Villanova so four years ago and my brother's a freshman so last year
1: and their experience was good
5: yes both of theirs,
1: they loved it. All right, good stuff. That's uh, Annie Welder. at uh, Annie Weldy. Stay right there. She is at Cardinal uh, O'Hara. We'll ask Annie where she's going to school uh, in in just a moment. Maeve Mackerlane uh, is with us. Academy of uh, Notre Dame. Maeve, same question. Uh, I want to get your uh, your thoughts. I think it's pretty special um, for great athletes to come together. Uh, play in an all-star game which is a tribute to your talent and your ability um, and also change lives that which is what will happen with the money that's being raised from the game.
4: Um, I think I'm really humbled and honored to be able to have this opportunity to play in this game. I know so many there's so many names like I know my mom on the way here she said that she even played in the labor classic so I think just to be Um, one of those names is a huge honor and especially the cause, like you said, how much money gets donated to that charity is something pretty special and we all love the game and like we're playing for that in a way. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Tell me about what you love about the game. What do you love about the basketball?
4: What do I love about basketball? Oh God. Um, The way that it can build relationships, I feel like off the court, the relationship that you have had before with your teammates and your coaches are some that are going to last a lifetime. And also just I love the game so much. Like, it's it's what makes me happy. So I would never – Take that for granted.
1: No, Good stuff. Good thoughts from uh, Maeve Mackerlane, Academy of Notre Dame. Bridie McCann, Bonner Prendy joining us here uh, as well. It's the All-Star Labor Classic. Again, the event, the live broadcast uh, of the game. You'll hear the game in real time across the Jacob Media Radio Network. You'll hear it on... Uh, talk radio 1210 uh, WPHT as we roll along uh, with our interviews from the banquet the night when all of the stars come together uh, and their families Uh, Bridie McCann from Bonner Prendy with us now Bridie uh, same question I want to get your thoughts uh, about it you've had a chance to think about that answer Tell me about it. What are your thoughts about that?
6: Um, as Annie and Maeve were saying, like it's definitely an honor to be um, chosen to come here and play with the best all around the Philadelphia area. So I think it's really great that we're doing this for a good cause. And um, as well as Annie, my sister played in the um, in this game as well, and she loved it. And I'm just really happy to be here and to be able to be a part of this whole organization.
1: Tell me about it. When you're playing, what's it like? You're competing with friends, with players that you competed against, perhaps, uh, during the season. It is an all-star game, but is it competitive? Do you expect it to be uh, competitive uh, on the floor?
6: Uh, Yeah, most definitely, but I think the most important thing is to have fun out there with everybody around you, and I think it's a great thing that we all come together and just what Mae was saying, play the game that we love.
1: Maeve, you're going to be hard. You're going to be competitive at the uh, at the game. You're going to play hard at the All Star Labor Classic.
4: Um, I actually am unable to play, so I'll be on the sideline. Okay, but I'll definitely be cheering. And if I could be out on the court, I would give it my all because it's a great opportunity to be able to play against the best of the best so I'm excited to get the opportunity to watch and just be a part of the team
1: yeah good stuff glad that you're going to be there tell me about your college plans what are your uh, has that been decided where you're going to go to school
4: yeah I decided to uh, play basketball at the University of DePaul next year um, I'm really looking forward to it um, yeah
1: it's pretty special right Uh uh-huh yeah wow good stuff congrats uh congrats to you um annie how about you from Um, a competitive standpoint you're how do you see the game playing out
5: i think it'll definitely be fun you know you spend your whole year your whole season separate seasons obviously this is everyone coming together from all over as competitive as anything and i think that this definitely will will be more fun than that but i mean i'm just really excited i think We've all gotten here because we are so competitive, and I think that that will obviously play into it, but I I think it'll be fun at the end of the day. College
1: plans for you?
5: I'm going to go to Villanova University.
1: You're cheering for the Wildcats right now, (laughs) right? Well, I will tell you, the Colin Gillespie's last official high school basketball game was the All-Star Labor Classic before he uh, enrolled um, into Villanova. So uh, good stuff, Bridie McCann. Uh, what's your school plans?
6: I'm still undecided. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> um, how do you feel about this being your what will be your final, uh, final basketball game as a high school player?
6: It's definitely crazy to think about that. Like this is the last time I'll be playing a well, yeah, playing against everybody, playing with everybody. So. It being my last high school game, I'm definitely going to try and have my most fun and just go out with a bang.
1: All right, really good stuff. Great way to end this segment. This is a special broadcast of the All-Star uh, Labor Classic. Maeve Mackerlane at Academy uh, of Notre Dame. Bridie McCann from Bonner Prendy. And Annie Weldy from Cardinal O'Hara. Uh, the City Girls versus the Suburban Girls all getting underway at the All-Star Labor Classic. Back in a
0: moment. Tonight's edition of The Labor Show is sponsored in part by Ironworkers Local 401, Boilermakers Local 13, Plumbers Local 690, Roovers Local 30, and IBEW Local 98. Choose a Local 98 contractor. Today's program has been pre-recorded
1: special edition of the labor show. It's the 35th annual all-star labor classic. As we broadcast to you and come from the banquet, the banquet returning, uh, this year, remember the game will be played. All the stars of tonight will play, uh, on the basketball court one week from, uh, tomorrow that game, Sunday, April 10th at Ridley high school. Special thanks, uh, to Ashley Howard, uh, who joined all of the, uh, stars and their families, uh, and came out to speak uh, to the group. We heard from the girls who were competing, the Suburban Girls versus the City go- uh, city Girls. Uh, now we'll hear uh, from some of the players who make up the boys roster, the Suburban Boys uh, versus the City Girls. Uh, Chris Kleinkert from Roman Catholic High School is with us. Pat Reedy from Mass Charter uh, is with us. And J.P. Barron from Pope John Paul. J.P., let's start uh, with you. I... Don't want to ask you about basketball yet. I want to ask you to um, reflect for a moment, if you will, um, on what it means to you personally to play in a basketball game that has such a big charitable component to it. $150,000 will be raised from this game and $150,000, every penny of it, will be donated to uh, the National Multiple Sclerosis Society.
8: Uh, It's definitely a pleasure to be uh, honored to play in this game. Um, I've been a part of a couple different charities. Uh, One that really stands out to me is the Breathing Room Foundation. Um, It's had a big impact on my life. My mom was diagnosed with stage 4 pancreatic cancer when I was in uh, 5th grade, and she died in May of 2016 when I was in 6th grade. So um, playing for something that raises money for a good cause definitely means a lot to me. Um, It's not necessarily something that relates to me, but um, I know it's always for a good cause.
1: You know what, in your in in your mother's honor, when you play, I'm sure, every game that you play and when you finish up your career, your high school career, with this being your final uh, game that you'll play, um, reflect on that for a moment.
8: Yeah, it's um, I definitely play for my mom every single day. Uh, she's always in the back of my mind, kind of talking to me, thinking about what she would say to me. Uh, Before games, after games, I know she would always say, do your best. Um, And then after the game, she would always say, I did my best. And um, it's kind of just playing for her every single day, remembering her every single day, and trying to play in her honor.
1: Yeah, really good stuff. Congrats to you. Sorry about your the loss of thank your you. mom, but thank you for carrying on uh, her memory and playing uh, in the 35th uh, annual All-Star Classic. Pat uh, Reedy from uh, Mass Charter. Um, Pat, this is a big night. Uh, the banquet is when the families and when the athletes um, come out collectively Together uh as one. Ashley Howard speaking tonight, um which is a big deal. Ashley is so well known uh for his basketball prowess uh in the uh region. What does it mean for you, Pat, to, to to be part of what I think is uh the best basketball game uh in this region?
9: Uh it means a lot because all the good players that are here, all the good players that play in this game, multiple players that played in March Madness that were playing in this game. It's just great to see everyone being like surrounded by all good basketball players.
1: Yeah, well, I, I mentioned um, to uh, one of the ladies that joined me in the last segment, uh, when you watch the Villanova basketball game on uh, Monday no- or Saturday tonight, actually, or, or, or Monday, assuming they get there, Colin Gillespie's final high school basketball game, was the all-star labor classic before uh, he started uh, at Villanova. Chris Klein, Kurt, from Roman uh, Catholic High School. Chris, let me uh, ask you to drill down, if you will, um, on what playing in this game means to you. I know there's a scholarship that everybody receives, um, which is part of a contribution back to your efforts and what you mean to the game this game's more than that talk about that so
9: I've never played an actual basketball game in high school so I'm a manager for Roman Catholic and I was brought up this with this opportunity and so I didn't really want to do it but brought to mind that for a great cause and having this be my first and last basketball game and all the great players that have played in this it's it's a true honor.
1: Well, if you're the manager on a, on, on a pretty serious high school basketball team that plays at a school that has a pretty powerful uh, basketball reputation, uh, you might be the smartest guy in the room, my friend. You've watched a lot of great basketball. You've participated in a lot of, a, a lot of games uh, from your position. What do you expect to see when you actually play uh, you know, against some great talent?
9: You've got to look at it like, you've, like I've been there before. You know, you gotta look at how they play. You, even when you're a manager, you still watch the film with the players, and you still watch how they play and how to maneuver and how to do certain things. So you gotta transfer that
1: from that into actual games. All right, good stuff. We're visiting with Chris Kleinkert from Roman High School, Pat Reedy from Mass Charter, and JP Barron uh, from Pope John Paul. JP, where are you going to school?
8: I'm going to Lynn University, Division Two, down in uh, Boca Raton, Florida.
1: Oh, nice. All right, good stuff. You excited to get ready to go? I am. All right. Uh, Pat, how about you?
9: I'm undecided right now.
1: Okay, that's okay. That's not a bad position. That's not a bad position to be in. How much do you love the game? You love the game of basketball?
9: Love the game. Played since I was like five. Never stopped. And just like always worked my hardest growing up so I could be playing college basketball at the next level.
1: All right, good stuff. And then Chris, what, what decision have you made for your college I'm going to
9: uh, Westchester University and going to study business over there and manage their basketball team.
1: All right. Great stuff. Good stuff from all of you guys. Thank you very much. Chris Kleinkert from Roman High School. Pat Reedy, Mass Charter. Uh, J.P. Barron from uh, Pope John Paul. We'll see all of you uh, at the All-Star Labor Classic uh, on Sunday, uh, April 10th at Ridley High School. And we'll have all the action. Across the all uh, across the Jacob Media Network.
0: Tonight's edition of the Labor Show is sponsored in part by IBEW Local 98 North, UFCW Local 1776, Sheet Metal Workers Local 19, and the International Union of Painters and Allied Trades DC21. Today's program has been pre-recorded.
1: And back here on this special edition of the Labor Show, the. 35th annual all-star labor classic as the families and the stars come out tonight dennis hill is uh, our next guest our final guest of this one hour special uh, my oh my it's great to see the banquet return and see the um, fruition of your work or the labor of your work denny hill uh, all come to fruition tonight with the athletes that are in the building 60 athletes total uh, will play in the 35th annual all-star labor classic your opening thoughts now denny about the banquet and about the game
10: well it's great to be back first time in uh, two years of course i missed last year of illness myself <laughs> But you just gave me a great memorial service there. <laughs> I love that, Denny. I really
1: do. You know that game wasn't going by in the last year without you being in that building, I which that. you were.
10: I do. You just be there for me. But this year, it's good to be back. It's good to be out there participating, getting these young people involved. And it's highly important to the young people that we give them the right direction in life to do things for charity and i think that's very important you know and the thing is you know everybody says "Oh, the young people doesn't it? there's a lot of good young people out there
1: you know i want to drill down on that for just a moment because you have always defined to me part of the selection process for the athletes the personal integrity that each athlete has is super super important, and I will tell you in all of the interviews today with the suburban and city girls, the suburban and city boys, um, every individual interviewed um, was so humbled, Dennis, by this game and the dollars being raised going to a nonprofit to help others.
10: It's very important, yeah course you know i have you know a lot of uh, committee members with myself and we see games and then we sit and and we do uh, and now we're coming up into where we're doing zoom sessions (laughs) (laughs) and uh, it's funny yeah but uh, when you you see a player and you can see what's in that kid's heart on the basketball court whether it's a boy girl there's some fabulous female players out there and uh some fabulous young men. You know, they're not all Division I players, but they're a very good Division II or Three player, you know, and which is nothing to be ashamed of. You're still playing for your school. You're getting an education, and that's important. And I stress highly about getting an education when I talk to young people. And it's one of the, one of the things I really, really emphasize with the people is that we're doing this for a charity, and as soon as you say that to the young people, they love it. Oh, I'm glad to be involved. They tell and you you know who the phony balonies are, and you know who the real kids are. Like I called one young man about this game, and he told me he goes, "Oh, I got to talk to my people," <laughs> and I said, "Oh, not for nothing, talk to your people." But I says, you know. It's a good charity, and I said it's something, you know, to help.
1: Yeah, let me put an exclamation point on, on your thought about that. And, you know, it's one of those things Wayne Miller talked about it in the opening segment. All of the athletes select it. Uh, that will perform in the game. They all receive a $500 scholarship that they can use towards books. When they start, they begin their uh, college careers or however they uh, choose to do it. And the amazing thing about that is, Denny, um, if that... Sixty kids at five hundred dollars. That thirty thousand times thirty-five years. You do the math. It's a tremendous amount of money that um, the building trades and you have contributed to uh, to these kids that uh, that go on um, to play basketball and leave well, from high school and move forward.
10: Joe, we went you know a few years ago. I said we were giving the uh, players two hundred and fifty dollars towards their book bill, and uh, we turned around. And I mentioned it to John Doherty, you know, who I love. And one of the things that John said to me, What do you think? I said five hundred. I said it helps. I said one book costs two hundred nowadays. Right. So and John was our leader at the time, and John led us into this, and we're very happy, you know, that we did this for these young people. And that's the important thing.
1: Thirty-fifth annual All-Star Labor Classic will be played. Sunday, April 10th at Ridley High School. The media game returns as well. Uh, The media uh, representatives will play the union guys. Then the girls and the boys will uh, compete. And in the building at Ridley High School, Denny Hill, (laughs) which makes today a perfect Sunday uh, in Delco, Great stuff from Dennis Hill on the All-Star Labor Classic and a great job by you, Dennis, uh, on the banquet here tonight at Sprinkler Fitters Hall. Just a tremendous event to watch, listen, and interview some of these great athletes who will participate in the All-Star Labor Classic. Great to have you back uh, as well. Let me switch gears and jump onto the phone lines and bring in the gracious host of the John Doherty Hour, uh, we'll bring him in for a final recap on the All Star Labor Classic with perhaps a couple of memories. Johnny Well, one, it's you know, Pac Gillespie
3: was the guy who started it. But it was more than it was more than just a ball game. It was a way to get the trades to, you know, be thankful for what they had and do things in a meaningful way. And, you know, it was more difficult to get people to come you know, I was the head of the variety club for the better part of thirty years. And we did after school programs for challenged children, we did all kind of great things. I made sure that it was perceived as a, you know, a ritzy suburban charity and moved it inner city and had great success with it. But I still couldn't get everybody to engage in it. And when we talk about the sporting event and the initial one, which was you know, down with the spectrum with the angles and everybody playing and it had a lot of pizzazz and it got people involved. But then we realized we weren't making any money. So Gillespie, you know, had caught everyone's attention. When I was young, you know, when, when all this stuff was happening, you know, and, and not even a business manager or not even, you know, an agent or anything when I first got involved. And then when we used to have these practices and this is what I think people realize. And we used to have, and you had a gentleman by the name of Sam Slattery, whose son out in the 420, uh, and a group of guys, his son was really, David was a really good player, you know, a prominent high school player, like all South Jersey college player. He played with us, but they were, they were officers inside the UA. You had, um, uh, you had, all well, the plumbers were all over the place. Eddie Keenan, his crew, but, uh, You had old man Sullivan, who was a fabulous human being. He was there. He was there all the time. And then you had uh, the bricklayers, and uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank right now. I'll get in a minute. Older, tough guy, great guy. Okay. He was there all the time. And the guy, and Midge Glavin, and the kids, and Tommy, and Bezier, and them guys were always around. And Wayne Miller was the guy who would run around doing all the. The, the, the things that don't get any press. You know, every mm. piece of demographic was done by Wayne. And with me, my job was to show up early in the morning with coffee, get everybody smiling, run back and forth, read the daily news out loud. And I was okay. I played ball, you know, and I showed up to all the practices for all the years. I was the first one there with Wayne. Many a time we, you know, we had a you know, he even got the keys to the gym, certain areas. And then we moved it all over the place. And then I decided, you know, I just always said, hey, look, let's get sneakers. Let's get better uniforms. Let's do what we got to do. And, I mean, I all the way up to the game day, you know, my wife and uh, my mom, I used to bring a lot of guys back to my mom's. We would go up to Longfrest. It was always during, you know, it was always this time of the year, March Madness, things like that. It was usually a March year for a while. And, uh, it was always around Easter. And there was a couple bars right across the street from the Long Tavern. And we used to all go there to practice and hang around. All the guys I mentioned, all the, you know, poor kids who, could, who was, were of age and wanted to hang around and get a few drinks. And I used to just, you know, turn it into something special. And I actually, I didn't campaign on it, but I made it part of what I thought the trade should be involved with. You know, it was something mm-hmm. to transcend neighborhoods, colors, religions, sports, you know, and, um, and then as it gradually grew, you know, you know, I kind of mixed. I had a lot of relationships because of my role at the variety club. And, you know, I always looked at my job as just helping Wayne or helping Pat or filling in the blanks. And a lot of cases, and, and then pick up the chat where being there at the end of the day. And if it wasn't Local 98, it was myself. And then I used to always bring like 20 people back to watch the, the Saturday night final fours. We used to practice that morning, stay out a little bit. And we always hoped that it wasn't Holy Saturday. You know, because that made it a little difficult. Yeah, right. Uh, but we come back. We would come back to my mom's house on Fourth Street, and my mom would always have ham and potato salad, and we'd hang around. They got the first couple of years. Still, was a little mad at me. The next five or six or seven, she just would come down there with whatever and the kids, and we'd all hang around all the guys. And and I made it like sort of like a you know just something a little special. But Wayne was he was he was the heart and soul. You know, Mitch Glavin was great. Slats were great. You know, uh, Mr. Saul was great. You know, all the brickies and all—I mean, all the bass It was just good. And then, and then you always could count on Sam Staden Jr. showing up and throwing up twenty jumpers. And I used to even tease it, tease him. And and Gillespie used to just—I used to actually go on the same side of the court as he was, so he would take one shot, I'd take another. It just became like a game. But then, you know, our relationship with cerebral palsy became a little bit more, you know, more personal and. We knew the kids by names and I knew kids because of my role variety and I knew my role there. And you can always count on me being there. And I'm actually, you know, I, you know, I hurt my arms, you know, I had in one of my awkward, you know, situations I have went through, I, my elbows, both of them got really banged up. I had to get operated on. So I've been trying hard to, I'm, you know, I wanted to make a surprise appearance this next game. You know, I was going to, you know, show up without a whole lot of fanfare because I had made like 30 some of them in a row. And then I missed the last one because you know I missed I think two of the last three mm-hmm. because of ceiling you know and depending mm-hmm. on what it was going on, but if you know she stays you know with the progress she has you know and um, you know thinking about popping in and see if I can't dribble a basketball again you know like laughing, so but it 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 was more than a game, it was a relationship with a lot of people who had challenges, and from the moment that we showed up where we were dribbling and messing with the kids to announce it through all the way up to this dinner. I've been through this dinner with, you know, Speedy Morris and Franny Dunphy and, you know, all these guys have been great with us. You know, and I wish them nothing but luck tonight. And Dennis Hill has been magnificent. Dennis Hill from his sickbed was picking players. Dennis Hill almost single-handedly has kept the word Mark War Club alive. Uh, he's a fabulous guy. He's a guy who, you know, was a law and order guy his whole life. You know, later in life he's I, I don't know how many basketball games, boys or girls he's watched.
1: By the way, I asked him played. I asked him that question, John. He didn't and, and, and he yeah. didn't have an answer. He said, Grousey, I can't even remember them all anymore. It's, it's been him so and Stevie many Stevie Black him and Stevie
3: Black and all these guys. I mean, and he knows the old timers. He knows mm-hmm. people that play with my dad with my dad played with all you know, put Lyman's in the Lyman's and the you know, and uh, Sunny Hills and all that for years. And my dad was a big time scorer and played. And then, and then look, like, where we have the AAU today, we used to have the Gold Battles. And my dad played for Alfred Parsons, We used to play the Colts. And Parsons was a, a, you know, a cross section of the city, some of the best players. Played. It was a big sporting, good school, school, a uh, And um, the Colts were basically the, the go-to team for. The African-American community will play for played for them. Tower played for them. Steve Black's father played. And it used to always get down to, maybe not the finals, but they, and a lot of the times they would play a fourth and show. And I was a kid, and I just remembered it. And when you're with Dennis Hill, okay, all the memories become real again. Yeah. You know, it's almost like, wow, man, this guy is one of the few people around who remembers that. And now and remembers how it used to be and how these rec centers used to be mobbed, you know? Yeah. Like I was, you know, I'll never forget, I was playing for EOM in the Buffleton tournament in the championship game. I was 14 to 16 years old. There had to be 600 people squeezed into a gym to watch us play in a championship game, you know, and, uh, and and Dennis remembers that. And yeah. Dennis was part of that. And so Dennis brings that. And, and by the way, you know, in today's world, I watched a great girls basketball game last night. North Carolina State, Connecticut. Okay, and then Louisville played some really good girls ball. Uh Ro has done a fabulous job, you know, at work and work with us for years, too. Not only as a board member, but as a go-to person. And she's actually a person that when we ran into some difficulty coming out of COVID, she got us Ridley, Jim. We had her actually go outside the city because of the stipulations so that people, you know, so we could play the game. And you know, it's more than money. You know, everybody gets yeah. a scholarship. You know, a few bucks for the books. Everybody gets a nice uniform. And and another little thing that I always did, I always tried to show up with, you know, eighty sweatshirts, hoodies. You know, that everybody got one, no matter for you know, you know how it was. First thing with the box got what they wanted. <laughs> yeah, you know, by right. the end, by the end, I had, I had. I had six foot eight, two hundred and fifty pound guy squeezing into a medium, Hey, hey is yeah, the last right. sweatshirt in the box, you know. <laughs> but that—that's just what it was, and, yeah. it, and it meant a lot to me. And you know, for years I used to get uh, balls autographed, and and know, we had all the pictures. And I love when you walk into Wayne Miller and Sprinkler Fitters Union Hall, and they got the pictures all on left the picks. Side of the
1: wall. all the pics on okay. the side of the walls, all good the stuff picks.
3: You know, so Wayne, wait, look. Wayne's been the heart and soul. Packalysby and and all them guys I mentioned were great guys. And, you know I probably missed one or two. You know in between it was my job to keep it moving, to keep us make sure that you know we were never short a dollar. You know and uh, and again I used to always tell them and thank God you know the the members at local ninety eight always supported everything that I supported, but they also really supported this.
1: Well done,
3: and, well you know, done. So it was just always good. And Joe Krause, you add another dimension to everything we do, okay? Because a lot of people would just want to through life, thinking that we build buildings and put up picket lines. And you have taken the trade movement and gave it a face, and it's a face with a smile face. It's a happy place. It's not a. It's not a ruffian. It's not a. It's not a tough place. It's a place where people go to learn a trade, go to college, and you know besides. Being very active in their community and all that, very philanthropic.
1: Changed the and, world, John. Uh, it changed the world. One day I'm gonna yeah. share one day I'm gonna share with you the math. I did the math, and I'm not a mathematician, you know that, but I did the math uh-huh. on paper, and I you know, one day I'm gonna share the number of lives that have been changed. The box is checked, it is staggering. Um, yeah. In terms of this, and this game is just one of those. You're a great man, dude. This game is one of those examples. Um, and listen, I called you unscripted. I called you off the cuff. Yeah. I was mo. I was so moved by my yeah. my chat with Dennis Hill. I hope you don't mind me reaching out, but no, I I, 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 I just, could you know, I couldn't do I couldn't you know, do this special without having your voice on the program.
3: Uh, by the way, uh, I'm always all in up there. send way my hugs and kisses, and. You know, my the wording to all the kids tell them that, you know, as much as another thing I always did, you know, and, you know, I would make sure that it was easy to give them a basketball and a pair of sneakers, but we also used to help a few kids with tutors and computers and things like that. So, yeah. and that's the stuff that, you know, people never, you know. And, and I had a, uh, just recently, there's always some, uh, there's always a little bit of tragedy. We had a, you know, the, the, the gentleman who just got uh, killed in a door fight you know, up in Chester County up there. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Bad he story. was a really talented basketball player, okay? Played at PET, mm-hmm. which, you know, was a local 98 charter, started charter. And then he moved down to Southern because the PT dropped their program, you know, when they were working on their education components. And he did really well there. Then he went to college up to Lincoln. He was playing great, you know, and, and a tragedy occurred. So I always looked to make sure, and if I was there tonight, I would have whispered in a couple of these kids' ears, tell them, hey, you know, stay in touch with us. You know, don't get... Now, that that could not... That kid did everything by the book. He did everything right. You know, some lunatic showed up and decided to, you know, to take a flight to the dorm and, I I don't know, swung swung a pair of scissors and took a kid's life. But the, the trades... The goal was to give people, you know, also a mentor or a big brother or in some cases an uncle or a stepfather, you know, the Leon. And a lot of these kids still come back and still talk to people on the truth. Yeah. And look, you laugh, Stevie Pettit, I mentioned him a lot, great athlete, played a Roman Catholic, came in as a junior, uh, and I think won the Catholic League Championship for Roman. I mean, and you would never know that because he doesn't talk about it. But guess where he talks about it. He talks about it at Wayne's Hall tonight during dinner.
1: You know, we can go on and on. Yeah, where no doubt about that. People, well, I'm glad Jay Doc's not here to hear that, to, to hear us end on that conversation. <laughs> but he loves. Hey, but- by,
3: the way, by the way, I was going to end with telling you thank God he didn't play basketball, so we didn't have to oh, avoid him yeah, in any of yeah. it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Good stuff. John Doherty, man, you are the best, and I appreciate uh, what you mean to this, the 35th annual. All-star labor classic. Thank you, John.
0: Thank you, Joe. Bye-bye. All right. Good stuff. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHD or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded.